What's up, everybody? It's Power 5 Sports Podcast. Jake and Alex, we're back at it. And we're so, so, so close to March Madness. And I personally just cannot wait. We're in the home stretch, and the NCAA tourney is right down the corner. And some teams are getting upset. Some teams are coming off some big wins. This is where teams start to make moves and things start to happen. So we're pumped. We're ready to get into this segment. Let's start it off. We're just going to go down the the latest top 25 rankings. We'll get into a couple teams that aren't in the rankings, but you know are definitely deserving. But let's just start it off with who else but Villanova. Villanova have one loss. I mean, they play a decently tough schedule, but... In the Big East, it's pretty tough, but they got a lot of talent, a lot of senior-led players. So Jalen Brunson, how about how he's about been him? he's been tearing it up lately. I mean, he's a nice little lefty, puts up a lot of points per game. So they're going to be leading off of him. Yeah, Villanova, you always have to look out for them, but specifically coming down the stretch here, Villanova Xavier, mm. February seventeenth. That's a big game that you want to get down on your schedule. Absolutely. Villanova versus Xavier, two top five teams, and you don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. Next up, at number two, Virginia, 22-2. and two. They recently just lost to Virginia Tech. They are, like Villanova, more of a senior-led team. Not really one player that does all, everything. It's more like a, a nice little solid base squad. Um, I think Virginia will be fine. They play some tough teams, though. And they've, they've already beaten some good teams in that tough ACC conference, so they'll be fine. I have them going far in the NCAA tourney. Oh, yeah, I have to agree with you on that. Virginia, not a very fast-paced offense. They, they like to slow it down a lot, but just they're so consistent. They know how to move the ball around, and they know how to get the shots they want. Yeah. Definitely have them going far in my bracket. Purdue. Wow, I mean... Very good team. They just lost to Michigan State, though. Yeah. What are your thoughts? They just lost Ohio State and Michigan State. In they the have, same week. In that's, the same that's week. Tough. Mm-hmm. And they have a lot of talent. Carson Edwards, Isaac Haas. Um, oh, Haas is so good. Yeah. and Big Haas. The, the Edwards, the two Edwards, um, Vincent Edwards, you know, those guys are really lanky, tall, really athletic. I think that Purdue's arguably still the best team in the country. I don't think this loss diminishes them in any way. Purdue will be fine. They got some they got some, you know, tough games down in the stretch just like every team does, but I think they they have a good shot at winning the title. I really do. Yeah, next up Michigan State, like we just mentioned, they're coming off that big win against Purdue. Couple losses here on the season, but I mean, they always stack up their schedule with hard opponents in the non-conference. Absolutely. I mean, the losses with Michigan, Duke, and who was who was their other loss? Um, I want to say Ohio. Oh, Ohio, Ohio State. State. They spanked them mm-hmm. by sixteen. So it's Ohio State, Michigan, and Duke. Um, those are three ranked teams. So Michigan State will for sure get a high seed in the NCAA tourney. Oh yeah, Michigan State. There's no need to worry about. This Spartans team, Miles Bridges leading the pack, and coming down the stretch here in the Big Ten regular season, they don't really have anybody to uh, to get worried about. But Xavier, mentioned them before, a very underrated team. Nobody talks about Xavier, but they're always here. Yeah, I mean, the Big East is producing all these decent squads. Um, Xavier, like that game you mentioned, Villanova, that'll be really interesting. But other than that, 
I think they're going to walk through their schedule quite easily. Yeah. Next up, in the same, or no, not in the same conference. They were in the same conference. Same city. Cincinnati, 21-2. and The Bearcats, you know, not the hardest conference. We get it. But you can't deny that. You can't look at two losses and not say that, hey, this team looks like they could be pretty good in March Madness. So No, th- this Cincinnati team, they are for real. They crash the boards. They're a defensively sound squad, and they know how to get it done. Absolutely. That, that's just straight facts right there. And towards the end of their season, they have to play Wichita State, another ranked team, twice. Mm. If they can come out of both of those games with their heads up, winning, that that's a good sign for this team. Yeah, We're heading into March. Next for up sure. at 7, Texas Tech. They know they've made what a some surprise team. Probably nobody thought the most, nobody the most thought. underrated surprise team in the nation. They have some quality wins on their resume as well. But looking down at the stretch, they play Oklahoma, they play Kansas, and they play TC um, and West Virginia and TCU. All the teams that are very good were ranked at some point. Um, I think that Texas Tech is going to have some tough times. I think they're going to drop a couple losses right there, and I think they're going to go into March a little slumped. Yeah, no, I I wholeheartedly agree with you. I'm just going to list every single game. They have how many? What do we got here? Six games remaining. Oklahoma, Baylor, Oklahoma State, Kansas, West Virginia, TCU. Those are all tough okay. games. This Big 12, there is no guaranteed win in this conference. You just saw Baylor beat Kansas, Oklahoma State beat West Virginia. And they beat Kansas as well. And Kansas. Oklahoma just lost to Iowa State. TCU was just firing from all cylinders early in the season. Yeah. Texas Tech. They could lose all those games if they're really... If they aren't sharp, they could drop all of them. Right. They're going to have to step it up. Next up. Let's keep it going. Auburn, 21-2. and Down in the SEC, the kings of the SEC. You know, the SEC is very, very weak. Um... You know, the only ranked teams in the SEC are them, Tennessee, and Kentucky. And Kentucky's down, Tennessee's okay, and Auburn Auburn has really turned things around there in, um, in Alabama. I mean, they have—I haven't really watched any Auburn games, but I just know that they're really athletic, and I hear Jay Billis raving about them all the time, so trust his word, right? So— Oh, yeah. Jay Billis knows what's going on. Yeah. But, yeah, this Auburn team. They, they should run away with the SEC, honestly. No, they they know what they want. Who's who's their coach? Bruce Pearl? Yeah, he's, Bruce Pearl, he's a slimy he, guy. Yeah, he, he's he's a bit of a weirdo. But, I mean, he he's really turned this program around and make them a, a, you know, a strong contender here, not only in the SEC but nationally. 100%. They have a tough game coming up against Kentucky on Valentine's Day. Uh-huh. Check, that, check that out. Yeah. You know, we'll see what happens. Nobody really, personally, I don't really have high expectations, but definitely a team that, you know, could make some noise. Yeah. And then at number nine, Duke. And then at number 10, Kansas. But first off with Duke. Duke is probably like the equivalent to an NBA roster right now. They have so many five stars, Marvin Bagley, Grayson Allen. I mean, you could just go on Gary and on. Gary Trent Jr., Trayvon Duvall. Trayvon oh Duvall. Oh, my gosh. You, should, you can go Marcus on and on. Bolden. This just, team is crazy. And the fact that they lost in North Carolina baffles me because the talent difference is crazy different. I mean, Duke is so much better than UNC. Duke, I think, still c- could still win the uh, tournament. 
And then yeah. number 10, Kansas. Kansas has had some horrible losses this year, but I think that they'll still be fine. I think Kansas will be Kansas. They'll win the Big 12. Everything will be all right for Kansas. Yeah, I don't know about Kansas winning the Big 12. Just There's so many teams. They're all just beating up on each other um, when, when you look at the standings. But let me just touch on my, blue, on my Duke Blue Devils for a quick sec here. This roster is made to go far in the tournament. I don't care that, they, that they're starting four freshmen and one senior. I mean, this, this Blue Devils team, folks, you do not want to take a nap on them. Yeah, for sure. Coach K, you already know what he does. He wins national championships. Grayson Allen is leading his squad, and they're, they definitely have the ability to get hot at the right time. Absolutely. That's what I have to say. So that's the top 10 right there. Um, we're going to touch on a few other teams outside of the top 10. But, yeah, that concludes the top 10. A lot of a lot of shockers, a lot of teams that you wouldn't have thought would be there. Um, and a team we want to touch on, Ohio State at number 14, 20-5 with wins, key wins over Michigan, Michigan State, and Purdue. I mean, those are three top, top-tier teams. Um, all the Big Ten is not an easy conference, but you look at their upcoming schedule, nobody really hard, and then you got Michigan at Michigan. That's the game that Ohio State is circled on their calendar. They beat Michigan once earlier in the year, but Indiana, Rutgers, and Penn State, the other games, they should be easy. Penn, Ohio State, what a tremendous job um, that first-year coach has done. They've really, Bates, Diop, Andrew Dockich, shame on you. Oh, yeah, I can't. But I think that Ohio State's a really shock. They really shocked everybody. And I think them and Michigan State and Michigan have the biggest chances of winning the Big Ten. And and Purdue, I'm sorry, uh, the Big Ten tourney. Um, and I think all four of those Big Ten teams I just named are we're going to go far in the tournament. Yeah, no doubt about that. Let's, let's go on to uh, – let's take a look here at Tennessee. Hmm. Another surprise. Tennessee is a – they're a solid ball club. This year, seventeen and five. They're hanging in there. Yeah, Rick Barnes, um, in his second or third year down in Knoxville, really turning things around in the SEC. They have a shot. The SEC is down this year. They have a shot to win it. I mean, Auburn's the only team ranked ahead of them, and who would have thought Auburn would be any good? So, it's kind of crazy to see how you know certain teams do when you're not expected to do well. Yeah, as far as the conference standings, Auburn is they they're up two games. On Tennessee, but anything can happen. Absolutely. You you already know that with college basketball, if a team is having an off night, and one team is shooting the the living daylights out of the ball, you know yeah. anybody can get the dub. Yeah, and uh, a few more teams we're going to touch on. Number seventeen, Oklahoma. Trey Young, as fantastic as he is, I think he is a tremendous deficit to this squad. He shoots so much. He leads the country in turnovers. He his field goal percentage isn't where it could be. He he tries to do too much. He shoots too much. He has the ball too much. And you look what they've done. They were undefeated. They were undefeated for a long time, and now they're losing. They have six losses, and six of those losses are to teams that aren't. You know, there there's some bad losses on that on that um calendar. So and you know he might drop forty. But you look at his turnovers and his field goal percentage, it's awful. I think Trey Young is really hurting. He's helping and hurting Oklahoma at the same time. Yeah, I couldn't agree more with you. This 
the the tough thing with Oklahoma is Trey Trey Young is such a superstar. He's gonna go so far in his basketball career, but when he's taking the amount of shots that he is, there's just no way. I don't care if he scores 40, 50, 60. I mean, if he's the only guy putting up stats on that team, it's going to be hard for them to win. And you saw that yesterday in that 8-point loss to Iowa State. That easily could have been a 20-point loss. All you have to do is deny Trey Young the basketball, force Oklahoma's other players to have to make shots, and they just can't live up to the hype. Yeah. yeah. Another 100%. team. Let's just let's just get right into it. Rhode Island. What a what a surprise. Rhode Island. Who would have thought 19 and 3. I mean, it's they were are they in the A10? I think yeah, I think that's what they are. No conf, no really, you know, competitive nature in uh out of Rhode Island. So like yeah, but how, how about that? But Remember in the tournament last year? They went far. I mean, they were making some They splashes. were making some moves. I mean, they have VCU and they have Dayton in their conference. That's a but I mean, congrats to them. They're they only have 3 losses. I mean, that's going this far in the in uh this season. That's very impressive. So, shout out to Rhode Island. And Rhode uh Island, my boys. At coming in at number 20, the Michigan Wolverines at 19 and 6. Um everyone sleeps on Michigan. I don't know why. Uh, they're coming off a loss. They're coming off a loss to uh, Northwestern, but hey, everything will be all right. John Beeline is no. He knows what he's doing. He's with one the boys. of the most underrated coach. He's one of the most underrated coaches. Yeah. He's the most clean coach in basketball. That's a fact. Um, enormous John Beeline fan. Could go on and on about him. He's got his team ready. He's got Mo Wagner, Isaiah Livers, Charles Matthews, Duncan Robinson. The boys are ready to play and. Xavier Simpson's been tearing it up. You look at that just entire son, Muhammad Ali Abdul Rahman, just a lot of three-point threats, a lot of very high offensive scoring, but as well as hard D and smart basketball. They don't turn the ball over a lot. So John Beeline is in a great spot with the Michigan boys with one really tough game left, and that's against Ohio State. Everything else, they should win out. And honestly, when you look at Michigan's schedule, their record doesn't really reflect how good they are. I mean, 19 and 6. Okay. They had a close game against Ohio State. They were up by like 20 going into half. They somehow blew that. Yeah. Should have won that game. They should have won both games against Purdue. Yeah. Right? That single digit losses. Okay, that Northwestern, that was I don't think we were on top of they were they weren't on top, of, you know, it happens, right? A couple slip-ups here and there. Nebraska just weren't on our game. Right. Um, and then you look at the Purdue losses. One squeakers. Point loss. They lost to Purdue. A three point loss. Yeah. I mean, they almost beat Purdue. Tw- they could. They should have beaten. You could argue they could. All of their losses, really. You could argue that, except for the one with Nebraska, that was just a bad game. You could argue that all of their losses, they should have won. Every yeah. single one. Yeah. Michigan. You're looking on paper, nineteen and six. In reality, I mean, you could argue Michigan is a 2-3 loss team. No doubt about that. But how about the North Carolina Tar Heels? Uh, I think that they've been quite poor. I've watched a lot of their games. I think that North Carolina is really, really overrated. Um, I think Luke May 
truly is one of the most overrated basketball players in college basketball. I'm not saying that he's bad. He's a he's really good. He's he's playing major D1 basketball for North Carolina. Props to him, but he is slow, not very athletic. He's got a good shot, but if anyone athletic can guard him, he shuts him down. But you look at Joel Berry and Theo Pinson alongside him, two much better athletes. So North Carolina, like it's kind of a weird mix. You got crazy athletes and you got not-so-crazy athletes. I mean, it's very weird to watch them play. I, I agree with you. North Carolina, you can never count them out, mm-hmm. but I wouldn't... I, I don't see them making a huge run in the tournament no, this year. not even... Not a chance. Yeah, and let's just let's just round out here the top 25 and a couple extra teams. Rounding out the top 25, you have Wichita State, Nevada, Kentucky, Miami, all teams that are capable of getting hot, getting a little streaky. But other than that, teams that aren't ranked but for, will for sure make the tournament, Florida State, Butler, Seton Hall. What about Arizona State? Arizona State, my Sun Devils. They were ranked number three at one point. What's happening in Tempe? Yeah, I, I don't know, but they'll, they'll be back for sure. Yeah. North Carolina State, Texas, Alabama, all solid teams. You just saw Oklahoma State. Come off that big win yesterday. Absolutely, absolutely. Just, I love March Madness so much. There's just so much action. Yeah, 100%. And, you know, as we get closer to the tournament and uh, Selection Sunday, a lot of teams trying to make their case, you know, to get that high seeding. Yeah, absolutely. Anything can happen. It's going to be really fun to watch, you know, the conference tournaments and see who gets left out and see who gets in, you know. It's always fun to see that, so... Stick around for more podcasts. See you next time, people. Peace.